Hey guys, it's Ellen Olson Brown with the Sun in My Face podcast. And if you are a longtime listener, then you might have heard the episodes where I talked about my decision to stop coloring my hair and let the gray grow in. And um, I've come at this from different angles in the past. And here is the angle I'm coming at it from with whatever the right preposition is today. Um, so it is 13 months ago that I had my last hair coloring. And uh, that means that I have about 13 months of growth that has come in. And did you know that your hair grows about half an inch a month? So that means that we have about six and a half inches of the new hair that has grown in. And um, you would think that six and a half inches was more than it is, but it's not. Um, it's substantial. It's quite, you know, quite a bit of hair. That's, that's a lot for a body to have produced and so proud of my scalp for the, the great work it's done growing more hair. But um, it's going to be a much slower process than I thought it was going to be. I kind of realized the other day, like, oh, I have hair that's like shoulder length, more or less, sometimes a little above, sometimes a little below. And when you measure like from the top of your head all the way down, it's, that's going to take about three years to have that much hair that is just like completely my natural hair with no edge of, um, uh, you know, no little bit of, of dyed hair at the end. Now, this is a less painful process for me than it could be because I don't actually have that much gray hair. It's not like a, a stripe. And it also is not um, the hair, the color that I was dyeing my hair was pretty similar to my regular hair color. So you can definitely see but you do what I mean, it's not like a, a, a stripe. Um, which I would do, but I think that when I started doing this, I was thinking, oh, it's only going to take like a year. Like at this time in a year, I'll just have them cut off the rest of the dyed hair and then it will be, you know, totally great. Okay, so this leads me to two conclusions that I find interesting. Maybe you'll find them interesting too. The first is I'm never doing this again. Um, this is it. Like I've said to myself, oh, well, if I don't like it, I can always dye my hair again. I'm not going to. And I always want to make a disclaimer at this point and say, if you like coloring your hair and that's the choice you want to make, zero judgment. Like I get it. We're all different. It just, this just seems like the right choice for me. Somehow I look more like myself to myself with the gray hair that I have now that I can see growing in. Uh... And you know what? I'm 53 and I don't want to pretend I'm 20. So, um, for and that's how it plays out for me. I'm not saying, again, that it plays out for anybody else. So, so this is it. Like, I might do a semi-perm dye, which I was told by um, Holly Curley, who does my hair, that, um, you know, we could do that every once in a while. And as it, as it, fades, it looks like highlights, and you know, I'm willing to give that a try. But um, but this is it. I'm not turning back. That's pretty clear to me. 
However, and this leads me to my second insight, um, being in the in-between place, especially when it takes forever, uh, is not easy. It was kind of exciting to make the decision to start growing my hair out and to be like, oh, I really had no idea like how much I had and where the patches of gray were and because I would get it colored every like six weeks and I could see that there were certain places where I was like, oh, there's more gray there than there was four years ago. But, um, you know, generally I just, I just covered it up again. And so it was kind of exciting at first, like, oh, look, here we go. I'm making the decision. Here we go. It's 12 weeks. It's 18 weeks. It's 24 weeks. Wow, look at this. All right, I'm going back for my first haircut and I'm making the commitment. So being in between, though, I have to say I don't like it. <laughs> like, I just, I don't like the way it looks, even though there isn't like a big demarcation zone and there isn't, um, you know, it doesn't look terrible, but I, I just don't, I don't, I don't love it. I don't love the part of my hair that's getting kind of orangey and how you can see that there's a line and um, I don't know, being in the middle place is really hard. And I realize that this is how every project is for me. I love the beginning. I love when you can see like the first few pages pile up, the first few paragraphs, the first, you know, when you're making a quilt, starting to see the blocks come together, when you're painting a room, when you first start to see like, oh, this room is going to be a different color. The in-between place where you just have to slog and show up. And I mean, all I have to do is show up and like <laughs> let my hair grow and take a peek in the mirror and be like, uh-huh little bit more hair grew last night. Um, you know, when I'm working on a project, it's different, the showing up. But there will be a day when I am done. You know, my hair is going to just like keep growing and time will go by. And eventually I'll have that haircut that gets rid of the very last bit of dyed hair. And the same way that with projects that I'm working on or you're working on, Eventually, the project will get done, um, or you'll put it away. I mean, I guess that would be like maybe deciding to dye my hair again. I don't know. But, you know, sometimes it's time to say goodbye to a project. But for projects that you get through to the other side, um, you get through. But the middle can just be kind of a uh, frustrating, murky, nondescript, neither here nor there place. And growing up my hair is a visual and tangible metaphor for that. Slow, incremental, inevitable progress. Okay, I have two recommendations. The first one is my real recommendation, but I have to warn you that even on this podcast, which is, you know, really based in the idea of intelligent optimism, I saw something last night that was beautiful, but hard. Um, it is a, a film that is nominated for one of the Oscar animated shorts. And it is called, I want to make sure I get this right. It's called, If Anything Happens, I Love You. It's on Netflix. If you can manage to find it and watch it without reading any explanation, I think that's the most powerful way to watch it. It's not very long. Um, it's intense. I cried. I mean, like, 
cried, cried, like not just, I weep at movies a lot. I weep at the Great British Baking Show. Like, but this was like, this was crying. Um, But it's beautiful and intense. I highly recommend. And if you just, and I would totally understand this, if you just can't take anything like that right now, another thing on Netflix that I totally recommend is called The Speed Cubers. Um, It's about kids who compete doing Rubik's Cubes really fast, solving Rubik's Cubes. It's great. I cried watching that one too, (laughs) but a little bit less devastating. So um, those are my recommendations and I will talk to you soon. Bye.